What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bulls Nation, welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game. It is fun, Joe. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, down the line, big day. Bam! Bam. BWL Sports, Will the Goat, Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb. Joey. Our pal and producer, Joseph Spathis. You know what the people want. On the controls. Bulls win. One more time. Bulls win. One more time. Bulls win. Do it for Goat in the Bulls Black Hoodie. Bulls win. Goat in the Black Hoodie. Bulls win. Matt just sitting here. Bulls win. Do one for your lady. Bulls win. And one because you're awesome. Bulls win. <sighs> Bulls get the win 116-110 over the Toronto Raptors, taking a 2-1 series lead uh, in the regular season against Toronto, improving to 20-23 and 23 on the season. Getting a little little extra buffer between, uh, between them and the people chasing that ninth seed Damn in the play-in tournament. Woo! Seven seed. Actually, six seed is what we're chasing, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good, good luck with that. Uh, shout out to everybody hanging out uh, with the live YouTube comments. Throw us your thoughts on tonight's game. We'll get to as many as we can. Throw us some super chats if you feel so inclined. You're feeling generous tonight. We are so close to the weekend, y'all. Right there. Thursday night. Just right there. Uh, all on right. The way. Um, lots to talk about in this game. Uh, Bulls clearly making uh, an emphasis on getting the ball to Vooch a lot. Yeah. Uh, as Toronto goes small pretty much th- throughout the game. Vooch ended with a near triple-double, 24 points, 14 boards, also seven assists. Mm. Uh, both teams had a pretty high assist numbers tonight. Bulls finished with 30, uh, Toronto with 31. Back and forth game. Yeah. I think uh, whoever interviewed uh, Vooch sideline after the game said that there were nine lead changes and 13 ties. Wow. This was, I mean, this this looked like the Bulls have been playing a lot of overtime games recently. Yeah. I could have sworn this one was heading to OT. But <laughs> a couple of big buckets, a couple of key defensive stops. Kobe White, after Ooh. he had the three ball nullified that was yeah. a clutch three ball because he didn't quite get it off in time. Yeah. That drive he had, man, to put the Bulls up two possessions late in this game. Mm-hmm. That I think that's one that pretty much sealed it. And uh, you know, it was it was a nice game from the Bulls. You know, modified big three of DeMar, Vooch, and Kobe all scored 20-plus. What was your biggest t- takeaway from this game, Dave? Um, Vooch dominating the little people. Uh, Vooch is amazing against people he is bigger than. He he also, things. two steals for Vooch as well, uh, and a block. But he really fills up the stats, stat sheet, you know, against these smaller guys. But 24-14-7 and seven is an awesome stat line, you know. Um, he played well. Uh, he got into the post. I believe. I know their points in the paint at one point was sixty six to forty two. I don't know what it ended with. Uh, but. Ended with seventy four to fifty. Yeah. in the Bulls' favor, they were getting their buckets. You know, say on the inside, Vooch was having a ball inside. We saw plays where Drummond was getting the ball inside on Scotty Barnes, making one move and then just going up. Like they're just too big. That's it. They were just too big. I, I thought it hurt them uh, in the fourth quarter because Scotty Barnes would just make one move and go by Vooch. And then, you know, Vooch would have to switch and be on uh, Bruce, Bruce Bowen, you know, and guys like that. And that's just not what he does. But uh, it worked out for him. Uh, they got away with the victory. But, yeah, Vooch did his thing against the smaller people, which he has always done. And hopefully he continues to do. 
For me, it was the clutch play. Uh, the Bulls are outstanding in the clutch this year. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not include today's game, but prior to today, they were 12 and 9, so now 13 and 9. 18 net rating, 17.9, which is fifth in the league. Last year, that was something that they really struggled with. They were uh, 16th in the league at a 0.0 net rating in the clutch, and you know they're 15 and 23. So they, I think they underperformed in terms of their record uh, compared to what they probably should have been, something closer to 500. But then if you look the year before that, when the, the Lonzo year and the year that they made the playoffs through as a sixth seed, they were a plus 15.3 in the clutch in 25 and 16. So they're much closer, if not exceeding what they did in that season. And that's why I think they're able to have their record a lot closer to, you know, what it should be. Uh, Oscar in the comments said, it's okay to build around Kobe. Look at what Scotty Barnes is doing. Uh, just get the right pieces, even if they're not superstars. That's an interesting, uh, an interesting take. Look, we've, we've seen Kobe, you know, not regress, and he's no. having an incredible season. Yeah. We saw him have a little bit of a shooting slump. We've also seen him dealing with some turnover issues recently. He kept his turnovers down tonight. He only had two uh, coming off of, I think he had seven, and they lost to Cleveland on yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not ready to call Kobe White a star, but I am still really excited about what he can be for this team moving forward. I think I saw somebody earlier asking uh, the, the Rocky show, Alec Jacoby White said, let me make Mad Peck mad. Like, look, am I, I'll be honest, am I, am I thrilled with Bulls wins these exact days? No, y'all know that. I'm not. But I am. Uh, I know you are. Good for you. We can all Bulls fan differently. I will never be upset by watching Kobe White play well. Because whatever the hell the Bulls do between now and February 8th, and I don't feel great about what I think they're going to do, I can still look forward to having Kobe White as maybe not a star piece that you're building around, but a legitimate piece you're building with. And like getting key buckets, as Will just pointed out, in yet another clutch game that the Bulls win, and they win it in part because of Kobe White making big plays down the stretch. I mean, Bulls fans should only be happy about that. You should definitely be happy. Um, Kobe White is a star. He's, He's not a star yet, but he's doing star shit. And he's making star plays. And going to him in the clutch is something that you do for stars. Stars get the ball in the clutch. Why do you think DeMar gets the ball all the time? Like, that's just what it is. And not only get the ball, but deliver in the clutch. Hey, Julia, that's what they do. So Kobe White has been absolutely delivering all season in the clutch. And even previously to the season, his fourth quarter numbers were always pretty good. Like, even when he was terrible, you know, shooting the three, he was usually pretty solid in the fourth quarter. That's just how, how he's always been. So watching him and how he played, even though, again, and Matt pointed out uh, the deficiencies of his game and what happened, and even with the one of six shooting, Kobe was still a plus 23. Like, Kobe was excellent handling the basketball, and the moves he's making inside, his patience inside, man, when he's getting to the bucket, is so sexy right now. Like, it is incredible to watch and just also – how many times, man, do we sitting there saying, Whoa, like him making these moves, man? And it's a variety. And that's what mm-hmm. lets you know that he's growing. It's not just one move. Mm-hmm. It's like guys like Pat, and I'm not saying this to this Pat, but Pat has pretty much like one move. Yeah. You know, he'll make that one move. And if it don't work, then, well, it just don't work. We know the move Vooch has, you know, up, under, hook. You know, up, under, under, lay. Yeah. You know, DeMar has his move set. But Kobe. I mean, pick one. You know, it's a myriad of ways that he is getting to the bucket and finishing and doing his thing. And that just excites me so much. And I think the best part, Matt, was at the end when he hit the bucket just to show that emotion at the end of the game, man. Like, you saw that look on his face. He got the stank face. (laughs) You know what I mean? High-fiving everybody. Like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I loved seeing that because he's been pretty emotionless, mm. but he's not an emotionless player. Right. You know what I mean? So seeing that lets you know it meant something to him because throughout the game, you saw how upset he was that he wasn't getting these foul calls. It was plenty of and ones that he should have had. He just wasn't getting the calls for him. Including that, the most uh, clutch bucket he <laughs> made down the stretch. Correct, correct. He for sure got fouled on that. He de- absolutely got fouled, and but he still made the bucket. So he's finishing inside while he's taking the punishment. It's just really great to see because it's happening game after game, Will. Like, it's just him continuing to do that, and that's what builds a star. It's not just spots. It's the consistency. Yeah, and I think the the thing for me about Kobe is, obviously, 
he's always been somebody that can really play well off of other star players. And that's super valuable when you're talking about having really good complementary players who can also score on their own. But to me, the piece that's been exciting is the scoring on his own part. So last year, 65% of Kobe shots were assisted. This year, that's down to 53. So he's just creating a lot more of his own offense. And like you said, I mean, the patience is really impressive. The way that he's, um, you know, changing paces in the lane, reading the defense, even though he got that shot off late um, Mm -hmm. after the buzzer. Like, I thought the patience was really good to be able to, like, recognize there was a closeout, take a sidestep, and then shoot it. Obviously, not quite fast enough, but... I just am really, and plenty of drives where he's just like decelerating, changing pace, start, stop. Um, he's just been so impressive. And like you said, Matt, I mean, I don't necessarily think of him as like a foundational star player. I mean, if you compare the Bulls to the Raptors, they obviously sold off parts um, and foundational pieces to try to build around Scotty Barnes. He is much more along the lines of somebody that I would feel comfortable like building a franchise around. Mm-hmm. But if you compare this to where the Bulls were a month and a half ago, like they didn't have any real like long-term pieces. And I think Kobe is like clearly factoring in now as a foundational piece to build with. Yeah. Uh, uh, Connor in the comments saying Kobe has mastered his pace control. Mm. His hesitation move is deadly with his speed and it's really unlocked his downhill game. Uh, Ronky show saying Kobe has that Rod Strickland stride where he makes defenders go off balance when he gathers and lays it in. Oh, I love the Rod Strickland comp. Love, that's not I one you love, hear too often, dude. I love Strickland's game. Point guards, bro. Strickland was Ooh. Uh, oh my Josh in the comments. Oh me Josh saying is Kobe sealing Jamal Murray thinking emoji. Um, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. But he just uh, said it's sealing. He didn't say he was. Right. He just said yeah. sealing. But, I mean, the the points that, that Connor and Ryan made about the, the hesitation moves yeah. that Kobe's added in, the way you said, Dave, that he's finding different ways. He's finding different ways to not only get to the rim mm-hmm. and, and, as you said, will create his own shots, but the way that he is finishing. Diff, like, he can finish left. He yeah. can finish right. Yeah. He can finish with English. He can finish off glass. He can finger roll. Like, and he has this body control that yeah. it seems like he didn't always used to have when he was attacking the basket. It was just sort of like reckless, like, ah, blind drive, I get there or I don't, kind right. of Kobe right. aggression attacking the basket. Exactly. And now there's more, like, nuanced layers to it, and it's really beautiful to watch. Yeah. So the next part of that, you hope, is that more and more of these start becoming and one finishing packages that are beautiful because he starts getting some of that respect right. for NBA officials that he hasn't gotten yet. Uh, Jelly saying Kobe's adaptability – uh, growth this season has been unreal. Yeah. Nicholas saying, Kobe, it's gotta be the hair. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, Kobe does it every time, man. I'm telling you. Like, he's just better with it. Like, got yeah. out of throw, flopping around, baby, looking right. Yeah, I just love just how comfortable he looks, you know, in this role. And he's not forcing anything either. Like, the game is just kind of coming to him. And that's where the patience comes from that we're kind of seeing. He's not out there uh, going one on eight anymore. You know what I mean? Like, he's really just slowing it down. Like, even even at the end of the game, just him having the ball and just passing it around. You know what I mean? And not trying to make a move to go inside nothing. No, just run the clock. You know, and you saw the ball ended up with him at the end of the game to run the clock out. Like, that's letting you know the trust that they have in him, too, uh, as a point guard. And it didn't feel like uh, DeMar was uh, overtaking anything. Like, and and I'm and I'm sure it didn't feel that way because they were double teaming him for sure. Right. Like, Toronto yeah. is one of the few teams that always double teams him in the fourth quarter, and they they're like that used to work, you know, because you're like you had nobody else that could go out there and really do it. Like Zach would get it, and you know you weren't sure sometimes if it was going to be finished at the rim or not because it might get that turnover or something like that. But Kobe this season has definitely shown that I can be that other shoulder to lean on. Right now, if y'all need somebody in the clutch, y'all need somebody to end this game, give me the ball. I will set the team. Y'all will set the table. And if if nobody has it, give it back to me, and I will create. And that is a super skill right there, man. Setting the table, getting everyone involved, and when it doesn't work, getting it back to you and then creating. That's different than DeMar. DeMar gets it. Get out my way. You know what I mean? I got it right here. Mm -hmm. No, Kobe's like, who, who wants it? Nobody? Nobody's got it? Give me the ball. Tap, tap, boom, boom, hezzy, lay down the floor. It's beautiful. Uh, David Hansen in the comments said, can we get rid of Zach so he can get good P. Will back? <laughs> um, but before we get to Zach, we can touch on the game we saw from Pat tonight. First game back after missing a few with this sore ankle that's yeah. uh, been uh, sort of lingering around, still bothering him. Played 23 minutes off the bench. 
Five of nine, including knocking down two of his three three-point attempts. 12 points. Okay. He also played 23 minutes and got zero rebounds. He did. I don't know how many more times I can watch Pat do that and say, how is that possible? <laughs> I truly don't know how that's possible. Um, I, I, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that – I feel like – it's been talked around in circles and maybe not Zach specifically. We've also heard it as a DeMar DeRozan problem when it comes to Patrick Williams, his development or lack thereof. And the fact that some of his more veteran teammates who often have the ball in their hands are getting in the way of some version of Pat that we're not seeing. I think I'm kind of sick of using that excuse with Pat. It's been long enough. Like dude, go play that. Yeah, that has nothing to do with him having zero rebounds. Let me just say that has nothing to do with you not getting a rebound. That's effort. You know what I mean? That's a whole different monster. Um, it is weird <laughs> that when Zach was gone, he played way better. I'll say that. That is that is weird. I don't think, personally, that's the reason. Um, he's coming off the bench now. You know, and also, coming off the bench, usually is they say that's where he's comfortable and stuff like that. I personally think he should be in the starting lineup, but I understand why he's not, you know, having that ankle injury and, you know, kind of fell off that probably being a little cautious with him, you know, and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I, it's hard for me to just say, yes, this is the reason why you're not playing this way. This is the reason why you're not showcasing what you can do. Because I feel like the same kind of problems still kind of arise, even though he's still getting those opportunities. It still, like, dribbles the ball off the foot. That, that doesn't have anything to do with Zach Levine. Like I've mentioned, the efforts on rebounding, that doesn't have anything to do with Zach Levine. Not having his handles together has nothing to do with Zach Levine. Those are things that are fixable, you know, through him. But overall, I mean, he played a really good game. You know what I mean? It's not like he wasn't great. Like, I thought he played a really good game, even though he was like, what, a minus three, minus two, or something like that. But he played a really good game, and I liked him defensively on a couple of those guards as well. Uh, I liked the one play he had where he almost uh, stole the ball just on his own. Uh, Bulls are down, I think, by three. And him just clamping up on, on their guard and, and getting that ball out of his hands almost led to a steal. The dunk that he had, I thought, was really strong as well. So I like that, too. And the three-point shooting. Like, he took three of them, but he hit two. Like, Pat is a really excellent three-point shooter. I still think, though, like, you can't continue blaming other people for your misfortunes. You got to take responsibility at some point in time for your own thing. But... Yeah, I thought he played solid in 23 minutes, but you can't have zero rebounds. Like, I think that's what we're kind of just, me and Matt, I should say, are kind of just looking at right here. You can't have zero rebounds. But overall, I thought he was solid. I really did. I thought he was solid. I think he's like the same thing that we always see out of Pat. And that's like not super exciting, but still really solid as a 3 and D wing. Yeah. Like, I just don't get why it has to always be he is trash and like it's time to move on or <laughs> he is Kawhi. You know, like where yeah. can we just like be in the middle? I even like with the Zach thing, he started the season so poorly. Yeah. That yeah. like his numbers needed to come back the other direction. That's just how it works. So yeah, he got hot, but he was averaging twelve point eight points per game in the games that Zach missed. It's not like he was out here scoring twenty a night. Right. And so I think right now what you're looking at is over these last, you know, seven or eight games since Zach's come back, he's been out a couple and maybe the ankle is still affecting him, who knows? But he's just been kind of the same. And I think that's just like what Pat is until further notice. I don't really know that it needs to be this like discussion about him being blocked of his star potential. I, he, he's had like one game where he scored 35 points and that was two years ago. And it was a, it was a garbage time game, end of the season, all the starters were resting. Like, I just don't know that you can say he has all this extra upside that we're not seeing because he's only shown it for one game out of his four year career. Get you, gotta get the handles right. Uh, please. Gotta get the handles I right. I mean, if he improved his handles, yeah. it would... But def defensively, he's he's been... Great. Drastically changed my opinion of him and yeah. whether or not the Bulls keep him as a piece to build with. Yeah. Like, Because some of that White. stuff looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about some of the misses that he had. Like, even those, I was like, damn, that's a good-looking shot. You know what I mean? Like, it looks good. Yeah. You know, and it looks right. But I think I just want it more consistent. Like, Will is saying, like... You can't, you can't put this Kawhi thing on him when only 31, 30-point 30 performance yeah. in your career. And, and look, to me, it, one of the reasons it's not about like, oh, he just needs the right opportunities. He needs more opportunities. It's about these other guys uh, getting in his way. It, that has nothing to do with the fact that every time I see Pat under or around the basket, I have no faith 
that that ball is going in the hoop. Yes, congratulations, you're a solid defensive player, and you developed a three-point shot. When when he successfully dunks, like he did one time tonight, I'm shocked. He had another bucket underneath the hoop earlier tonight where he did this a few (laughs) times, and I was like, this is going to be a turnover. (laughs) The fact that that, and it's not just my sarcastic, jaded-ass attitude. It's because we've seen it time and time and time again. That's the reason that I'm skeptical. Every time I think, hey, Pat's got a great position here. Pat's got a great line of the basket here. In what way will this go horribly? Mm. That should not be how you feel about a player. Mm. Uh, That you're like, let's let's build with this guy. And like, just him being like a fine role player is fine. Right, you can build with that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be your foundational piece. Yeah, I think that ship has sailed, and maybe that that becomes wrong at some point. But like for right now, based on the information that we have. That does not seem like it's going to be the case. But that doesn't mean he's not worth keeping around. Obviously, you have to weigh the pros and cons and the cost-benefit analysis of like how much you actually pay him. Sure. But like he's a fine player. I, I don't want this to come off as like Pat stinks. That's kind of my whole no. point. Is like you have to find the middle ground in this conversation because it's gone from one end to the other, and he's just like a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's take our first break. We'll come back, get to more thoughts on tonight's game. We obviously go, have to touch on what we saw happen with Zach Levine tonight. Um, I whew, had a few skips ah! of my heartbeat. Yikes. Ah! Yikes. Uh, while we are sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along on YouTube. We appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Make yeah, sure you yeah. also are subscribed to that CHO Sports YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. channel. Subscribe. Uh, Post game tonight brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA, of course. Also of the NFL playoffs. Divisional round, Saturday and Sunday. Four NFL playoff games this weekend. So stoked. Including Bulls play Saturday night. Uh, Memphis, right? We got the Grizzlies Saturday. Yes. Simultaneously to Niners Packers. Ooh. Get some bets down. Ooh. Get some bets down, y'all. We got some TVs, man. Uh... New customers of DraftKings can bet five bucks on any NFL divisional playoff game this weekend and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Help make these NFL playoff games electrifying. Yeah. It puts more money in your pocket. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code CHGO. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Oh, I'm glad I'm talking about these people now because I'm going to be talking about them later when we handing out this lovely thing right here, oh, baby. Lovely thing. Lovely thing. Empire today. All they do is floss, floss, floss. No matter what, that's what they do. This is who they are. And that's what they're going to give you. That wonderful quality, that wonderful service, and, of course, great floors. Because with Empire Today, you get the shop-at-home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and, of course, that low price a guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, like anything that's awesome, you're going to have copycats. But Empire can't be beaten on quality. Service, speed, some competitors say, well, since we can't do that, we're going to advertise this low-quality product that Empire simply won't carry. <laughs> that's how they sound. That was evil. That's, well, that's them. <laughs> that's how they roll, man. That's a really good evil laugh. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Empire won't promise the lowest price, y'all, because anyone who does that is putting flooring in their home that they wouldn't put in their own. That's a bar, ladies and gentlemen. Wouldn't do it. (laughs) They just wouldn't do those things, man. Not going to do it. Because Empire Today's philosophy is simply to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is as important as what they put in. Mm -hmm. Oh, they just spitting on this, and I love it. (laughs) Oh, the virtual floor designer is a great way to see how those new floors will look in any space. It's easy. All you got to do is snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look right in your home. Shopping for floors at those big box stores can be frustrating. I don't know where you're at. You need some floors. I don't know what I'm doing. It's my third day here. That's what's going to happen when you go to the big box stores and you run in the chat who's just trying to earn some money. 
for the summer, even though it's winter. He's doing that, and that's why he shouldn't be there. You should be shopping with Empire today. And they service their own warranties, y'all. If it's an issue and it arises, all you got to do is just call them. Call Empire. They will service the warranty themselves. You won't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Trust me, that is an amazing, amazing thing. And you all should get on down with that. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off. That's a discount that they handed to you when you use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. 588-2300. Spathis! Empire Today. Held that note. <laughs> he did. He meant it. Yeah, last time you said I need more stank. That's it. Mm-hmm. See, he took his notes. He understood it. He said, more stank. And he provided it. <laughs> Shout out to you, Joseph. Uh, rolling along with tonight's Bulls win over the Raptors. Uh, let's let's shift and talk about Zach for a second. Bears 1920 in the comments said, you could tell when Zach came back in, right before Vooch hit the three, uh, that Zach was running weird. Eight odd TV saying Zach probably mad after getting hurt because now he'll never get traded. Uh, look, <laughs> so we saw Zach drive into the basket, roll his ankle, and it was the right foot. Roll it Same. On the river. That's <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hit me again. I can put some stank on it. Uh, everybody's been real nice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, where were we? All right. It's the same foot that had him miss 17 games with the right foot soreness, whatever was going on. There was inflammation. He rolls his right ankle and then comes down and kind of like hops around, isn't putting any weight on his foot. But then there's a timeout on the floor. He walks over to the bench, picks up a towel, throws a towel in frustration. He looked pissed, walked out to the locker room, and then came back. Came back on the bench and then did eventually briefly check back into the game. He ended up playing just 24 minutes, was not on the floor for the Bulls down the stretch of this very tight game, mm-hmm. and seemed to be laboring that right foot, that right ankle, in that brief stint when he did come back in and play. Yeah. And this is all, of course, happening with the added surrounding context of Zach Levine is still a Chicago Bull. Will he be a Chicago Bull on February 9th? Yeah. yeah. And... What is his trade value across the NBA trade market right now? And that is not what you want to see from a player who you're trying to get back into some sort of rhythm, either for your own team's benefit because you have decided you're not going to trade him or you're thinking about keeping him, or because you are still trying to prop up whatever his trade value is with solid play that's leading to team wins. And we didn't see really either of those things tonight from Zach. Yeah, and I think that's, again, more of reason for the towel throw and, and the frustration is I think he's averaging, what, like 17 a game since since he's gotten back. Now, his other facets of his game, you know, he's definitely focused on and improving on, um, just trying to stay out of the way on some guys. But you want to see more aggression. And I think he was kind of ramping himself up to start doing those kind of things. But it has to be frustrating, man. Like, seriously, it really has to be frustrating to have informed the team I want to be traded, then to get hurt, then to find out your value – then to come back and try to raise it, and then to get hurt again in that process. Like, it has to be incredibly frustrating for him. So I feel him when he threw that towel. And even when he came back, it was just like, yeah, he's fine. He's good. And all I heard was Zach in my head saying that. All I heard was Zach like, no, I'm good. Leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm going back. Like, that's all I heard. I could be wrong, but I'm just saying that's just just how I heard it because Zach, like I say, is a tough SOB, as they say. He's a tough dude. He want to play. So – him getting out there, you saw him try, and Will and I, I think, saw it together when he went up and he jumped, and how he landed, literally didn't land on that foot. He landed on his uh, left leg mm-hmm. and, and did not land at all on on that right uh, ankle uh, that he twisted. So, And then we didn't really see him, you know, after that. So hopefully it's something that's not lingering. Hopefully it's something that, you know, can heal up quick. It looked ouch you know when we saw it, it looked like it was really really painful he was hopping around for a minute and if it hurts Zach it hurts you know when you got a tough person 
that can that can take that kind of pain. If it hurts Zach, bro, it hurt, bro. So, yeah, I, it sucks. I just feel bad for him because it sucks. He really was trying to get himself reacclimated, not only to the team but to the league. You know, this is your showcase. This is your stage to showcase what you can do before the trade deadline hits, man. And and he just wasn't able to do it. And I hope he get is able to get back out there. But we'll see what it, at the injury report says. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I was pretty surprised he even came back. Uh, I know people's supporter is saying it's just a small rolled ankle, but having done that myself and, like, torn some ligaments, that does not feel good. Mm -hmm. And, I, yeah, I was kind of surprised he came back. I can't even watch that just stuff. Just Joe in the comments me... uh, kind of saying something similar. Uh, how he landed could have easily hurt his ligaments. I know from experience and as a nurse. X. Yeah. I know from experience, dude. <laughs> That's right. It hurts. I'm not making fun of your and, sound, uh, serious sounding injury. No, I mean, I just, it's a tough situation for the Bulls, too. Like, yeah. if you, they I, they clearly want to move on. Like, they've been trying to move Zach for, since this past summer. And, you know, it's just, it's a, I don't want to say, that, like, the relationship is fraught, but, like, clearly they're ready to be, to part ways. Sure. And the more they're trying to do that, it's like a, one of those, like, finger toys where you, like, you try to pull away and it won't let Chinese you. Chinese finger tap? Yeah. And they just, like, can't break up because nobody wants to take Zach and then Zach gets hurt and now it's always injury prone and he's making so much money and it's just mm -hmm. like it's a tough situation yeah the, the, and the injury prone thing it's it's a shame because and I saw not saw heard one of the I can't remember if it was low post or hoop collective recently they were talking about Zach and they and and I think I think it was hoop collective Windhorse was still talking about Zach Levine as this player who has this injury prone label mm -hmm. and you're like ah like you feel like Zach fought past that People still reference the ACL, mm -hmm. which was seven, eight years ago now, something like yeah. that. It's like, okay, yeah. he also last, you know, two off seasons ago had off season surgery, came out at the start of last season a little rusty because of it, and then just exploded past that and had himself an incredible two thirds of a season last season. Yeah. And then this year, as like some freak injury where he lands awkwardly on his foot, he hurts his foot, he's out for 17 games. Now it's like, okay, is that injury-prone label coming back in a way that it's justified? Because people on the national NBA scale have been, I think, misdiagnosing Zach as an injury-prone player mm. for like the last several years when he really has been solid and playing most games. Yeah, yeah. He's been out there doing his thing and – I, that's something I was debating with when I was doing Locked On Kings and debating with some Kings fans because they were yeah. saying the same kind of thing. And I'm like, guys, honestly, I, we haven't really dealt with that for a while. You know what I mean? With, with Zach he and He played the most of, games of his Bulls career last right. season. Exactly. So that's why he looked like he looked, you know, especially in that second half of the year because he was so healthy. And that's why we were excited coming into this season because he was fully healthy. So, yeah, getting those nicks and those little injuries, I thought we were kind of past that. And hopefully we still are. Um, but man, it just sucks. It just really sucks. Cause like we'll say, like it feels like you want to be done. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I equate everything to Seinfeld. So it's like the episode with, with George wants to break up with his girl and she doesn't want to break up. She keeps, he keeps telling him like, no, I'm not convinced. No, no, I'm not convinced. He's like, turn your key, turn your key. And they don't want to break up. You know what I mean? She won't break up with him. It's like, they, they can't get away from each other you know, to, to be free of it. And they're trying, you know, but everything just continues to kind of set it back. And it just really sucks for Zach, bro. Like, I just I just really feel for him because I know that he wants to play better, you know, and he can. Mm -hmm. And and he wants to do these things so he can showcase to the league, like, yo, this is the kind of player I am, man. The last thing you want <laughs> is to hurt, and especially on the foot that you've been nursing, you know? So... It's frustrating, and hopefully, hopefully it's something small. Hopefully, guys like P. Will supporter is correct that it's something small, man. But it's just the way that he was hopping around, and the fact that he didn't come back—that's alarming to me, Will. Yeah, and AK asked in the comments, "How many games a year does Zach miss?" Last year, he only missed five games. Year before that, he missed fifteen, which is like, I mean, that's if you're if, if the if the cutoff for like NBA awards is sixty-five games, and guys are like struggling to meet that. Yeah. Zach played 67 that year. I mean, that's that's a lot for a star player. And, yeah. and that year he was an all-star. Uh, year before that was 58 games, but that was a 72-game season because of COVID. Right. So only missed 14 games that year. And then the year before that, he played 60, so he missed 22. Year before that, 63. 
So, and and that sixty the year before was also a COVID shortened season because that's when the Bulls were invited to the bubble. That's yeah. correct. So yeah, I mean, I just it, it's like bad timing. Everything yeah. that people are saying about Zach is like manifesting, yeah. and yeah. it's it's just unfair. But yeah. like, the reality is like that's the situation that they're in right now, and so I don't see a trade coming. I just don't. It does not seem like anybody. I mean, McMenamin said yesterday ahead of the Lakers game on ESPN that. Zach to Lakers was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Windy said, the same said thing. it's not going to happen. So I just don't see. And that was really like the only team that legitimately made sense to me uh, that would be like in a position to trade for a guy like that. So yes, yes, I just. Yes, no, Sacramento yes. makes sense to me too, though. They do, but they also don't really feel like it doesn't seem like he's the only guy that they can go after. Mm-hmm. Where the Lakers, maybe some other guys are coming up that like aren't as interesting, you know. DeJounte Murray, you can say about him what you want. Terry Rozier, um, guys like that. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if a team like Sacramento is going to take a big swing for that kind of contract. Where like a Lakers team that has like a championship ready team, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, they're not playing that way right now. Mm-hmm. But if you put Zach in there with LeBron and AD, I think you're, you are in championship contention. I agree. For sure. And so I just don't know if like, if the Kings are going to be, ready to do that maybe but uh right now it does not seem like there's really anybody out there that would be looking to take on zach and so you have to question like okay well then what do you do if you're the bulls Mm -hmm. and i think that's what ak's got to figure out an answer to over the next couple of weeks here what about your uh beloved warriors i don't see that at all Mm. i just don't they they their whole like ethos is player and ball movement Mm -hmm. They are moving the ball, and that is what Zach does not do. <laughs> so I just don't think that's a player fit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, talent-wise, sure, mm-hmm. but they're also in a situation now where they're outside the play-in tournament. They've got big questions about what they want to do long-term with Draymond, with Clay, and they've got a ton of money on their books. Sure. They're so far into the tax right now. Um, I just don't know if I'm them that I would be willing to put more money into this thing. And maybe they do because you've got Steph Curry and he'll, he's still playing outstanding basketball. But, you know, aside from the basketball piece of it, which I think is probably the deal breaker, I just don't know that they're going to be willing to sink that much more money in. Now, if you can get off of some of your bad contracts, maybe that's a different story. But four years is a lot when yeah. Steph Curry is 35. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, guys, I did also want to touch on Io tonight. Uh, Connor in the comments said, shout out to Io. Plus 10 off the bench, really made some timely plays attacking the rim. Yeah. Love the pace and chemistry he and Kobe are starting to develop. Yeah, I believe David I Hansen in the comments also gave uh, Io some love. I mean, I multiple times tonight just, you know, said to myself or you guys, like, man, there's another strong play by Io, yeah, another yeah. strong play by Io. And as yeah. Connor in the comments said, timely. Yes. I feel like I, as much as we, you know, gush over the improvements of Kobe's basketball IQ and Kobe's mm-hmm. decision-making and the fact that that has helped him become a more dominant and lethal clutch mm-hmm. time player. Mm-hmm. We also, I think, have seen a growth in Io's decision-making this season. Without a doubt. Even as someone who, like Kobe er- earlier in his career, has gone from bench roll to starter roll, right. back to bench roll, right. back to occasional spot starts when right. other guys are out and the Bulls are shorthanded. Regardless of where... He is, and which minutes Billy's telling him to play. And like many nights recently, again tonight, Io led the Bulls bench in minutes played, yeah. and he's playing a lot of 30-minute games off the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, more often than not, he has the occasional stinker game, just like anybody. But I feel like Io has elevated his, like, IQ of basketball play recently. When he's deciding to attack, get to his little spots, he's starting to knock down that little, like, just one or two steps into the paint floater more consistently in this mm-hmm. recent stretch of games. Mm-hmm. He's starting to shoot that three ball a bit more confidently. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's just a lot to like about what we've seen from Io. Absolutely right. And timely was a great point. Um, whenever the Bulls just need a bucket, he understands it. And he attacks immediately. He gets there and ah. he attacks. And he it's not that he's just getting there. It's the way he's finishing. Because some of those are just really impressive layups that he's making go in. And he's crashing right into the stanchion. Like, it just really, really, really looks good, you know? And I like the fact that he's not being super passive once he breaks down the uh, defender and gets to the paint. Rookie season, he was more so looking to make that pass Mm -hmm. when he would get inside. 
that little bounce pass he makes. It, right. and it looked great. And he did. We saw him do that tonight too. Yeah, One of the yeah. late buckets was a nice drive, and then d- dump off to Vooch. But it was the timing of it, right? Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like before, that was what he would mainly look for, and it's not that anymore. He gets to the bucket, like you said, floater, layup. You know, with either hand, knowing how to finish. And I love watching him on the fast break on the one where he went up. And the way he went up and laid it in, he knew how to lay And Steph Curry and other guards are really good at this. They know how to lay it in and have the rim protect their shot from mm-hmm. a shot blocker. Because it was – I don't remember if it was Barnes or Boucher that was right on his ass. But one of them was right there trying to block the shot. But it was the way he laid it in yeah. that the rim protected him. And it was no way you were going to block that shot. Like it was just going to be two points. So, yeah, he'll, and he gets these tips – and once he gets those tips on the defensive end, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, the ball's loose, run. I'm out. You know what I mean? Immediately, y'all catch up to me. You know what I mean? But I'm out. His speed is underrated. Yeah. You know? Like, his speed is really underrated. And I know it's, Kobe's fast, but his, what? and it's the stride. You know what I mean? Like, it's a couple of dribbles, and he's to the bucket. And That's why going. we're always praising transition Io. Correct. he uses his speed. Correct. So, he's using what he does well and has improved on what he already did well. You know, he didn't. He added little facets to his game, which every ball player should do, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what he did well, he did not stray from. He added to it. And then the fact he's, he's bold enough now to do step-back three-pointers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that confidence in your game that you want to see. And that's what gets him on the floor, man. So, yeah, this it's great. Like, it's really great, and it's necessary. All his points are always great and necessary when he's on the floor. Yeah, and if you're talking about guys that are, like, learning to change pace and change direction, Io's got to be in there, too. He's really improved in that area, and I think it helps him get to the rim. I mean, he only shot one three tonight, but was still four of nine. So that means he was four of eight from two-point land. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how he's got to make his money. He's not really ever going to be a shooter, but he can be somebody who shoots. Like, there's a difference there. Yes, correct. And, uh, yeah, I think just the more comfortable he gets on the ball, like, he took – a shot late in the game that I just feel like in a normal setting, maybe last year when he's on the court with Vooch and DeMar, he's probably not looking for his own offense in that situation. Uh, so for him to be able to attack the rim and that just makes the bulls so much more difficult to guard. Cause you don't know where the offense is coming from. You can't just load up on DeMar. If other guys like Io and Kobe are going to start creating for themselves. Uh, Jelly in the comments said, as happy as I am with Kobe's breakout, I'll admit Io's play has made my bulls heart full this season. Just Joe saying, Io theoretically, perfect partner for Kobe in the backcourt. If he can make a leap, we'll be cooking. Um, Io can really be a high-quality backup point guard, kind of like C.J. Watson when D. Rose uh, was the king, said Oscar. Um, man, I, I feel like the C.J. Watson comp is, you know what, I'm going to say it, a little disrespectful to Io. <laughs> I just think it is. He, he can be better. I, I know. That I get the sentiment. Of all the backup point guards that yeah. shined when D Rose was out with his various ACL Part One, ACL I mean, Part Two, MCL. Yeah. CJ Watson was not really the the one that shined brightest of that group of players. No, but he was a great backup though. Yeah, but yeah. He's right in that. Scene. I, yeah. I, I, I get his sentiment, but yeah. I, I know what you're saying. But yeah. I get his sentiment about. Him just being that backup where you don't really lose anything or it's a change of pace yeah. and it still adds to the team. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Io's definitely doing that. Even when Zach went out, it wasn't noticeable. And I think that's the biggest compliment I can give to Io now. It's not noticeable when certain guys aren't out there. Like, things still mm-hmm. are flowing. You know what I mean? It might be elevated on certain levels because of how well he's playing. And that's the difference with Patrick, too. It's like he's always – you're always feeling Io when he's mm-hmm. out there, yeah. right? Whether it's defensively, and again, not to knock Patrick defensively, I think he's very, very solid there. Hustle place, yeah, yeah. Io makes hustle. Io's motor is always you just you feel him on the court. I mm-hmm. think that's that's a huge indicator of how he's impacting the game. Uh, De Bears nineteen twenty said hometown hero with a heart. Diago Castro saying Io's the reaction when you need it. Strong character. That's a, that's a cool way to describe it. Uh, BB4556. Io creates so many shots for himself with his insane speed in transition. Yeah. Kudos to Io. Just just a great Seriously game tonight. Fast. Yeah, just man. a yeah. Super fast, bro. Like, he's super, it's that speed and the stride. It's it's terrifying. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's that's why he gets down the floor so quick and he knows it. Right. And the angle he takes when he gets up there for the layup. Like he does. He has like this one move that he goes to a lot, which is like in those either semi transition or full on transition plays where he just like 
takes the off step and then does the, like yes. the scoop. Yeah. And what I really want to see from him is now teams are kind of understanding that that's how he gets to the basket. That's how he likes to finish. Can he get like a little deceleration step mm. and kind of pull back mm-hmm. and shoot over and let the guy Oof. go fly by you? Like, like a hit the, hit the brakes drag step of some kind? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Goat. Let's take our second break. We'll come back. Still plenty more to get to, including finding out who our goon of the night is from Empire Today. And uh, we got some super chats I see. We will get to those as well. Also, shout out. Thursday night, Bulls win. We got over 300 people hanging out live in the hey, chat on YouTube. Hit the like. Let's get that like number closer to that live 300-something number. Our guy Joseph really wants your thumbs up. Really guys. wants your like, thumbs, guys. Like, he, he deserves them. He deserves he's, them. He's a good young man. He needs your thumbs. He's earned those thumbs. He does. <laughs> he earns them every day. He's picturing himself as the troll collecting the thumbs right now. <laughs> I, I promise say, you. I want your thumbs, but I'm not, not giving them back. So. <laughs> They belong to us. That means y'all rolling with CHGO, baby. Give me some thumbs. You're rolling with us. We appreciate it. So donate uh, your thumbs with caution. <laughs> with caution. Dave, you want to talk about combat with me? Man, more than anything in the world, Matthew Peck. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Thumbs. Because <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Guess what? What's up? It's getting easier. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is? <laughs> <For> business- <laughs> it's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. It's getting easier. It'll be easier, man. That's something we can all get behind, ladies and gentlemen, for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. That's so right, Dave. Mm -hmm. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van. Lisa. Or a whole fleet of shipping trucks. George Pathis. ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. Mm. So maybe we have what should business owners do? I'll tell you, Dave. Go to comment.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, one, kudos. That's awesome. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Two, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. Good for Joseph, too. Yes, it is. Go to comment.com slash clean. Did you say comment.com slash clean? That's right, Dave. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Mm, that's it's getting easier. Get a little bit easier. It's getting easier. Mm, a little simpler. Speaking of vehicles, there's only one place you should be going to to get your next vehicle, ladies and gentlemen. And Can I that guess? is. Oh, I'm. Oh, can't believe he said this. I'm can so excited. Yes, you can, Will. I'm just looking at the camera. Is it Ray Chevy? Oh! How'd he know? You know why he knows? Ding, ding, ding. What do we have goat. for him, Johnny? Because <laughs> he's the goat. Yes. Who is Ray Chevy for 400? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, y'all. Our partner, our guy, Ray Chevrolet, is ringing in the new year with the best offers all month long, all month. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings and to start your Ray resolution. Oh, my God, they are so good at this. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you will be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. But right now, they're trying to make room for inbound 2024 models, y'all. So... All their current inventory must go. It's got to get out. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they have over 100 new Silverados available with prices starting under 20. All right. Starting under that, y'all. $19,495 just to be exact. And right there on top of you. Or you could take $10,000 off a new 2023 Silverado. You heard what I said. Take 10K off of the new 2023 Silverado. Take it off. Get it out. out. And to top it all off, they are pricing over 125 vehicles under 20,000, y'all. Seriously, man. Can it get more affordable than this? Let me ask the GOAT. GOAT, can it get more affordable? No, sir. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm, it cannot. And just because, Ray, you're going to give you all that, but I told you, he's always trying to give you more. You know what Ray said? Free oil change. That's what he said. Mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change at Ray Chevrolet and Fox Lake. 
Start your new year off right. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to start your Ray resolution. I love that so much. Mm. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads and let them roads lead you to Ray Chevrolet. A Ray resolution. Ray resolution. Why don't they just call it a resolution? Oh, man's living in the year 3000. Just, just short. <laughs> He's living in the year 3000. Because they want you to get the full thing, the Ray Resolution, like the Ray Chevrolet, Ray Resolution. I got you. You know what I mean? That's how they rolling, baby. Definitely. You know, you get then you get the alliterative. Yes. Lyrical quality to the mm-hmm. sound of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free oil change, y'all. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. But as, as Kevin would say, why use many word when few word do trick? <laughs> um, all right, guys. Is it? Uh, I think it's time to award a certain award. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, it's time. Thank you, Joe. Beat the man! You gotta beat the man! I'm the man. Woo! Empire Today's Goon of the Night, brought to you by Empire Today. Ooh. All they do is floors, 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 no, no matter, matter what. Five eight eight. Two, three hundred. Pat Empire. Today. Gun of the night. It's that time. We're going to go over here to the left and start with Will the Goat Gottlieb. Sir, who is your goon of the night? I'm going with Vooch. He Ooh. was just just destroying the mm. poor John Tay Porter <laughs> and uh, Chris Boucher. Shout out to Porter. Frontline of the mm. Raptors. Shout out to Porter. Shout out to Boucher. That was not their night. Uh, Vooch really just dominates anybody who's like a centimeter smaller than him. He just dominates. And yeah, 12 of 20, 24 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. He was just in his bag, Got had the flip shots going, had his little yes, post hooks going. Yes, he did. That was just, that was just a Vooch night in full effect. It was. Plus 23 in a six-point win. Yes. Even with his complete immobility on defense. Yes. And he hurt his back early in the game, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. Because um, he jumped. Because he jumped. <laughs> so hopefully he's all good. But yeah, he. I thought he played fantastic. He did. I completely agree. Uh, Matt, your goon of the night, sir. My goon of the night, I'm going a little out of left field. But okay. I but I want to give him credit. I'm giving my goon to Sir Charles Barkley. Oh, Bulls, okay. national television, TNT. A lot of people in the NBA community on Twitter saying... Bulls Raptors? Mm-hmm. Really, TNT? Mm-hmm. Is this the best we could, we could do tonight? Mm-hmm. And Chuck, who in recent years has really enjoyed clowning the Bulls organization mm-hmm. on his platform, which is large, and tonight said a couple of different things, including, we all know it's Bulls Raptors, everybody, but please watch anyway, yeah. um, as they were sending it to the broadcast team in Toronto. <laughs> and then I think, and somebody, I think, threw it into our comments in pregame, uh, and then I also saw it on Twitter. He said some other comment when they were talking about the Bulls and the Bulls' current situation in pregame, something to the effect of burn it down and then burn the ashes. And That's I was like, line. Chuck! <laughs> Chuck! Um, the Bulls deserve to be trolled more on the national NBA scale. And I'm glad when it happens. Because they deserve it. I mean, that's that's part of being mediocre. Is you don't you kind of fly under the radar. Yeah. Nobody can but, really trash you, but obviously you're not getting a ton of praise. Well, and you know, I'm sure that the Bulls, the, and they live in their own little world. Like, hey, we got a win on TNT tonight. whoop de doo We're did. feeling good about ourselves. They did get a win. Everybody must be taking us seriously when everybody's like, oh, yeah, cool. Okay, you beat the Raptors. Yeah, and uh, are, you know, trying trying to move past the gigantic embarrassment of what happened to you last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which everyone in the NBA world was talking about and saying, wow, how embarrassing for the Bulls. So thank you, Charles Barkley, for calling out the Bulls for their mediocre incompetence. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Joey Spathis, your goon of the night. I will be a vessel to the chat tonight, <laughs> okay. and I will select Io DeSumo in their behalf. Mm. As well as Solid choice. as well as on my behalf. A vessel. For everything that was discussed earlier in today's show, and you can go back and rewatch that. If you need to, but my pick is I. <laughs> a vessel. A vessel. I like it. Joey is a vessel for the for A the lifeline to the chat. Yes, he is. If you will. As he calls himself the people producer. Yeah, I do. And, and, <laughs> it's my new name. And calls yes. the people in the chat the Joeys. <laughs> yeah. They call them they call themselves that. Sure. Them yeah, that's what it that. is. Salim, Salim, please back me up here. <laughs> Salim, 
Back me up here. He's not He's not here to help you, man. Sorry. Got to stand on your own team. But, goon of the night. Curveball coming. Goes to Matthew Peck. What? <laughs> Matthew Peck. What? Is winning goon of the night, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Oh, no. I watched this man sit <laughs> and drink a beer. And then on top of drinking that beer... Ate some Taco Bell <laughs> with that beer. Mm-hmm. Then watched the Bulls game. <laughs> Came in here, a little gassy, but still handling his business. Calling and hosting this show. Doing what he does best like it never happened. The man's stomach is full of goondom. All right? I am just so impressed that he should got that in his palate. I was amazed. I couldn't believe it. And you had a what? A, a beefy? A cheesy gordita crunch. A cheesy gordita One crunch. One of the staples of the T-Bell menu. With the hot with the hot sauce? No, Joey didn't get hot sauce. Okay. I didn't even put the Taco Bell hot sauce in my system. With the cheese? The man had a beer <laughs> and a cheesy gordita crunch. That is not something you put together when you know you have to do a show. And he did it like it wasn't nothing. And look at him. He's still here. This is doing his thing. And might I add, hosting an incredible show. Yes, as, he is. As per usual. That's my point. Doing awesome. an incredible people, show. People don't understand. <laughs> it is not easy to host a podcast. No. You've got, you got like topics you got to bring up at the right time. You got to bring in the ads at That's the right, right time. That's right. You got to manage egos over here. That's you right. got to be passing the ball around. This is not an easy job. Mm-hmm. And Matt comes in and does a great job. You did it. Day in and day out. You are far too kind. Regardless of what's in his stomach. Uh, Regardless of what's also, in his stomach. Also, and in the comments said, gassy pack in the building. You, you made it sound like I was just walking up and down our CHO studios, like ripping no, no, farts no. and burping. He, when and I stuff. say gassy, it wasn't coming out the bottom end. He was getting it out you know, through there. But you ain't heard him do it during the show because he's a professional. That's how he rolls, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's, it was impressive. Um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Somebody, Paul Paul said Matt Peck should never be goon of the night. Uh, shaking my head. I, I agree. <laughs> I do not tonight, nor do I ever deserve this very prestigious award. Mm-hmm. This is for real people with true goondom and greatness in their hearts. And mm-hmm. I, you know what? I can't. You are the ruler of this belt. I am. As someone who you chose to award it to tonight. Yes. Can I, in turn, award it to someone else? No, you are going of the night, okay. and you will keep it, and you because, will stay with it. Because I ate answer. Taco Bell and no. drank answer. a couple beers? Because it's goon. <laughs> because it was goondom, sir. And I, since I'm be on my goon shit, that is a goon answer right there. No, you can't give it away. You're lucky I don't put it around your waist. Okay. This is good of the night. You earned it. I, I you appreciate that. You earned it, sir. If it were up to me, Bulls Nation, Bulls fans, people who tune into our seat, you Bulls coverage all day, every day, I'm giving it to you. I appreciate you. Oh. That's appreciate sweet. y'all. That's very. I nice. just I just sit in various chairs and and yell about the bulls. I was I impressed. Just, I was sitting there watching that. Like he's gonna have to go to the bathroom one. <laughs> no, not one time. Not one time. Hey, he just said that you, he did it. You've seen me inhale much worse in much shorter. Not amount. not Taco Bell. <laughs> did, do you remember the P-Tail sniper? <laughs> yeah, P-Tail's on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did it on the show, bro. Yeah. You did this during the game. That's what's impressive, dog. Trust me, I thought this out. <laughs> that's what was impressive and amazing, and that's what makes you a goon of the night, man. Man doesn't even feel he's deserving of being what is already in I him. Goondom resides in Matt Peck Boulevard. <laughs> that's what it is, man. I am proud of you, sir. Thanks, I buddy. Uh, I will. I will cherish that. And that is Matt's first goon of the night victory of the season and first nomination. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> That's like Joey's, Oscars, uh, right? Joey's auditioning to be the PA announcer at the Oscars. <laughs> Matt's first award on his first nomination. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. What a night. I like, I like Timeless Endeavor saying, Goat been a goon all season, keeping me updated through his Twitter. Doing true story. Shout out. True story. That's also, I agree with Anthony. Let's hope the true goons of the whole weekend are the 49ers Ooh. smashing the dreams of the Packers and their stupid Ooh, fans. Crush them in your hands. Uh, all right. Oh. We got a few uh, super chats to get to, and then we can get out of here. <laughs> Mark Gay, Matt's good night. Award has jumped the shark. I agree, Mark. <laughs> I agree. I am not comfortable accepting this. Matt doesn't want the recognition. That's the point of a true goon, ladies and gents. <laughs> That's right. Super chat. Matthias Sitch. Oh, Matthias, my guy. Matthias. What's up, buddy? 
Has Zach's trade value gone from one to zero? <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, let's look for and hope for a positive update on what's going on with Zach yeah, and the ankle that he appeared to roll tonight, causing him to briefly leave the game. I'm, I'm not going to hit the panic button on that too much until we know more. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. I agree. AK, he's got a couple in here. We'll start here. As a Bulls fan, watching the season play out, I am very disappointed. Depressed as Bulls are not choosing a lane. Everyone else is improving as Bulls chase continuity and shot profile. Bulls are in the bottom third of East teams. Bottom third of the East. Bulls are. The Duke. Yay. Shout out to AK. What's up, Duke? Keep winning, Bulls. Responding to AK. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Nice. Here we okay. go. So got we a little got super chat convo yeah. back and like forth. This. You know, you guys could have just had this combo in the regular chats also, but well, we'll take the super. What are you doing? Hey, hey, what are you hey, doing? hey! I, I don't know what why I said that. As soon as as soon as I started saying it, I was like, "What? Come on!" Yes, we are bottom third, but we are top of the bottom third. It's true. It's all about the mindset. The glass is a third full. It's an old dusty glass with a lot of duct tape, but it's enough to keep Jerry Reinsdorf rich. Hope this helps. <laughs> you guys have lost your minds. They're ninth. That's the Second third. That's the second That's third. That's the bottom of the second third. You're climbing, man. Only one way to get to eighth. Only one way to get to seventh. Only one way to get to sixth. Look at us. Just to keep going. Who would have thought? Keep playing. Keep playing, Bulls. <laughs> Not keep playing. Us. Ninth in the East. Oh, God. AK, Zach, trade value. Lots of that is perceived value and media shills of ESPN, among others. Uh-huh. On behalf of some teams... Lakers. Yep. Help drive that perceived trade value down. Yep. Zach has trade value. We will see in mid February. Yeah. I totally agree, yeah, AK. I don't and, and, it's, and it's frustrating as a Bulls fan to be like, look, this version, and, and Will, you wrote on it recently. The Flex. this version of Zach that the rest of the national NBA media world is talking about is absurd and disrespectful and just wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. But it doesn't help that the version of Zach we saw before he left for that 17-game absence looked like a Zach who was maybe playing hurt and for sure looked like someone who was checked out and disinterested and didn't want to be there. And then it I feel like that just kind of yeah. you know, tumbled that that tumbleweed further along and, in the let's all have wrong opinions about who Zach Levine is. And adding to that, the Bulls starting to play better and actually look like a team, you know what I mean, when, With the, him when out. things going down. So and, yeah. Yeah. Didn't help. Yeah, none of that. At the same time, like, is it really that hard to recognize that he was just being pouty? Like, come on, guys. Because not, he's, not excusing he's it. the first NBA player to walk around all pouty until he gets the trade that he wants. Yeah, oh, not, wait, no, they all do that. Not to excuse the behavior, <laughs> but, like, clearly that is not who Zach Levine is. We have no, 10 years no. to tell you otherwise. Yeah. Come on, Joe. Uh, here we go. Back to the Duke. With Duke. A super chat who says Reinsdorf strategy of team ownership is equivalent to outrunning a bear. As long as you aren't the worst and can give the fans a decent chunk of wins, especially at home, that's good enough to keep his coffers full. That, uh, I, that, what's the saying? Like you, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than the slowest person Correct. in a group of people being chased by a bear. Correct. That's yes. an interesting, uh, interesting Metaphor there. Keep running. Come on, Joe. Please keep running. Or, you know, the other strategy that sometimes you can do if you're certain sports team owners is just play dead. Finally, AK, who who sends $20, Mm -hmm. says, Matt, Portillo's for your goon ship. I mean, Mm. I will happily spend money on on Portillo's. And Andreas, at the last second, $2, says, hypothetical. Levine for oh. Lowry trade. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, I don't want Lowry do back here, man. Let's get wild. Man, I think it would be bad memories for him coming back here and killing his whole vibe. I, I tell you what. That if, man is home. I mean, there's no way in which that actually happens. Yeah, in right. a fun hypothetical world, Billy has to go. If you're trading <laughs> to get Lowry back. I love that that's your first thought. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. He's right. Bro. You can't bring Lowry back <laughs> and still have the guy here coaching yeah. who looked at yeah. Lowry his first year coaching and was like, nah, go sit in the corner. <laughs> right. You know, he's right. No. He's absolutely no. right. I, you know, for all of the times and ways in which I defend Donovan from, I think, misguided criticisms from a lot of Bulls fans, something I will never forgive him for is the broken version of Lowry marketing that we yeah. saw 
eventually get signed and traded out of yeah. town because yeah. Billy was for sure yeah. largely responsible for I, that. I'm going to go out on, on a yeah. limb and also blame AK for being the one that actually traded him. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah I think it was time. clear that AK yeah. wasn't a big fan either. But he had to. Uh, uh, last time. Goon uh, Super Chat mm -hmm. is Goon of the Night. Pax Finter holding back the lava <laughs> that's sure to be brewing. Dude. I'm uncomfortable yeah, reading that. that. I think we all are. Folks. I think we all are. No I one didn't, needs I to. didn't want to read that. Right. But, also, but the Duke paid for me to read it, so I, mean, I will. The Duke has yeah, super chats, price. and he throws us a lot of them. We appreciate that. They, you, mu they must be read. Uh, I, it's not like I have, you know, IBS or anything. Yeah. We know you don't. Obviously, he's sitting here. Right? Like, I'm this sitting is here. a testament fine. that he is complete. This is why he won the one of the night. Cast iron stomach, y'all. It's why he won this. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly why he won this, y'all. All right? My God. It's I impressive. will take that. It's impressive. Only award I will ever win. <laughs> and I'll take it. Mm -mm. All-star. This was an all-star. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. That man was an all-star, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you do that. Don't you do it. Yep. <laughs> wonderful uh thank you everybody for hanging out with us tonight uh have a great rest of your evening bulls are off tomorrow they're gonna head home we are off tomorrow we yes. will be back saturday bulls hosting the memphis grizzlies yeah. uh let's see if the bulls can keep their winning going against this grizzlies team that's gone through a lot this season and just recently lost Ja for the season with that uh what was it a labrum tear or something bad yeah real sad uh but we so we will be here for post game no pregame saturday enjoy the start to your weekend in the meantime read everything our guy will go writes all chgo.com all of it follow him on twitter bull uh will underscore gottlieb bow bawl sports is big dave bow. i am bulls underscore peck our pound producer joey is at joey spathis we are chgo underscore bulls much love and appreciation, as always, for tuning in, Bulls fans. We will talk to you on Saturday. Thank you, Para. See you, really good. Good night. Drink some beer. Eat some T-Bell. Do it! <laughs>